There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space, and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pits of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination, in an area which we call Elder Dragon Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're live at the Yellow Dragon Drum Podcast. This is your host, Tigor, and as always with me is my co-host, Niksha. Say hi, Niksha. Greetings and salutations. Are you all filled up with the holiday food that you got for holiday lunch? Uh, no, but I'm all filled wa- filled up with the uh, holiday illness. I, I, I got all, a cold, so... What kind of creation are you when you didn't stuff yourself full on the holidays? I mean, I did... I mean, I didn't stop myself, but I did enjoy some some. Food. I mean, me for my, uh, I was off for the 25th and 26th of December. Went to my mom's place, and basically, Tess and I didn't move from that apartment for two days and just stuffed ourselves full. <laughs> gotta that prepare, gotta prepare for the coming. It was more of a, I, I have an opportunity not to actually be on my feet. I'll use it just eat and do nothing, and this is the life. Uh, sounds sounds completely fine. I can understand rich people just doing that their entire lives. Yep. Anywho, Niksha, what is up? Uh, nothing, just a small cold, so I might sound different. Also, an occasional sneeze. I mean, you sound uh, alright. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still kind of, I'm still okay, but my nose isn't. Uh, and by the way, happy holidays, people. Uh, yeah, uh, happy holidays and um, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's about to be a brand new year, but we'll take this opportunity to actually look at the year that was uh, that is behind us. But well, before that, we're still we have... in it, but soon to be behind us here. Ah, uh, it's basically not 2019 anymore. Yeah, 2019 is so 20. Alrighty, but Nick, should we have any commanders of the year or the week or something like that? Well. Uh, since we're gonna look back at the year, uh, we're, I'm gonna go with my commander of the year. Oh, damn. And I can't decide whether it's going to be, whether it's Golos or, because, but then again, Joyra, Joyra did, did kill a person with bolts, so. <laughs> Not a person, a mate. Yeah, but I also did that with Kicker and Icy Manipulator, so yeah, those were some highlights of the year like not not winning but preventing somebody from winning using icy uh just on the year in general commander wise i think golos is the most impactful in the creature yeah because he effectively he effectively allows me to uh, cut down on commander decks because instead of seeing a cool new creature and making a deck out of it i just see a new cool new creature and okay that's going in my golos deck I mean, that and goals being played in almost every bloody format. Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. People play him in Legacy, people play him in Modern. I guess in Pioneer? I don't know. Uh, they, they do play him in Modern. I haven't seen... Uh, he's been being, being played in Standard, I remember. Uh, yeah, while Phil uh, Dead was not banned. Rest in peace? Rest in peace isn't it. <laughs> it should be, though. Uh, it definitely should. Um, but let's not talk, talk about how we could make white good in the standard, but uh, get back to our commanders. So, 
I wanted something I wanted to say about Golos. Oh yeah, in modern, uh, you can actually put him as a sideboard option for your Karn because he you fetch for him and then you fetch for you play him and you get that uh, land uh, cascading cataract. Yeah. And with your Tron mana, you can now use Golos. Uh, people do that that thing in uh, Legacy in Mud decks. Not in Mud decks, in Cloud Post. Nice. Makes me almost want to play Legacy. Because I got the Cloud Post and I got the Golos. I mean, that is basically the only place you'll be playing Cloud Well, maybe. Maybe with how good everything is in Modern, maybe they unban Cloud Post. Is Modern still a format? Of course. I mean, magic-wise. Through all the, through all the po- population of players because i've seen more people being hyped about pioneer than modern i mean that's people people do have well uh, i mean people do have uh, a right to their own opinion no matter how wrong it is so golos or what is in the end your commander of the year uh, i'm gonna stick with golos yeah i'm gonna stick with Golos. just so not, well-rounded i'm not sure what to pick from 2019 as the commander of the year because i'm pretty partial to cadena the sling and sorcerer she's fun but I don't think she hit the niche that ne- that those colors needed to be something different. Uh, well, something like... Uh, what is the name of the Egg Lady again? Uh, well, let's just call her Egg Lady. Uh, Atla Panali, I think. Something like that. She uh, kind of opened a new niche for Naya. That uh, is not just big dudes slash... Uh, that's basically what Naya did. Big dude. Are you sure she's not all about the big dudes? Uh, she's about doing uh, nasty, unfair things in a really nasty, unfair way. Well, and bringing in big dudes for cheap is, like, one of those. I'm seeing it more of a co- as a combo commander than anything. Yeah. That's mostly because I usually get my hats, uh, head slammed into wall by that deck. Oh. Oh, hmm. look, it's an Inferno Titan. Oh, look, it's an Inferno Titan. Oh, look, it's an Inferno Titan. Just how many Inferno Titans does this madman? Uh, one, but when you infinitely yeah. put all the creatures, yeah. Uh-huh. But she's a fun commander. Yeah. Uh, was Feather this year's uh, commander as well? Feather is from this year, yeah. She is actually something different for uh, underplayed uh, color combination. I don't know. Most people play her as a beatdown commander. Which... Okay, but like you said, people have a right to be wrong, and that's okay. Yeah, nobody's playing it like a, like a Slurm deck. But then again... You kind of don't have Paradox. Aren't actually CDH borderline decks playing her in that way? In what way? Uh, more of a Stormy. I, I, I have no idea. I'd prefer her to play as a Storm deck just because it's different from what Boros does. Ah, fuck people playing white, right? <laughs> Quote, what's it 2019? I mean, you, you print Armageddon once and you don't let the color ever get back from it. The color keeps paying for that mistake. For eternity. It's not even Armageddon, because uh, the thing is, uh, okay, are we just gonna slide into talking about color white now, or? Well, let's let's go let's go one by one. So I made a list and I didn't check it once uh, of my b- best and worst set card product this end decision. So we're going to the main topic immediately, okay? That's yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah. So our main topic is looking back on the year and see what. What we found good, what we found bad, and that 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 that's about it. Okay, do we start immediately with uh, how was the year as a whole for the for the game and for us? Um, well, I think we can do that like as a summary at the end. Okay, okay. 
That's how we'll do it. That's how we'll do it. Discussing how we're going to run the show during. Uh, it's not By like we way. paid for this, so it's fun. <laughs> and it's like not like people expect us to do grand things. Those six of you listening. <laughs> so uh, let's start off with the sets of this year. So what were the actually sets that were li- released this year? So uh, let me just. Okay, so the sets released this year were Ravni- uh, Ravnica Allegiance, War of the Spark, Modern Horizons, Core 2020, Throne and Throne of Throne of Eldraine. Good job. And uh, the other products included Commander 20 Brawl and some single some single market shenanigans from uh, signatures. Uh, the, uh, signature, a secret layer. Secret layer signature spellbook Gideon. Uh, weren't uh, the guild kits this year's uh, thing? Uh, they w- they started last year, but this year had the second. Mm-hmm. That was a good product. Yeah. Anywho, so those are the candidates for best slash worst uh, set. Yeah. So what would you nominate as the best set of the year? I would go with Modern Horizons. Even though Modern Horizons brought uh, the scourge of... What's his face? The living necropolis. Uh, Hogak. Hogak. Onto Modern. I think that in general, the set really did... It did well for the modern format. It brought cards that were not available there that are actually super cool and fun, like like the the Factor Fiction, and it, it helped out some archetypes. And it brought uh, a bunch of Commander goodies. Uh, didn't Modern Horizons like uh, fuck up a couple of formats? Ah, uh, like nah. modern, like uh, you know, Popper. Nah, I don't <laughs> know what you're talking. About. But you know, it kind of uh, broke them, but in a fun way, except for the Hogak part. I mean, the, the set, the set, it was the first of its kind, like uh, modern only cards. And the only thing I uh, I mind about the set is that they didn't include enough uh, commander only cards, like mm-hmm. I don't know, Carador or stuff like that. The funniest thing about that set that the flagship cards get got zero attention. Yeah, Zeta the... and the Cabal Therapist, like... Yeah, nobody cares about those cards. I actually just remember that Zeta exists. Yeah, I re- I saw... I just saw the the poster for Throne and Eldraine and Modern Horizons. It's oh. like, they, they have the same... They have the same uh, posture. Sarah and Rowan. Uh, Rowan, yeah. They like, look the same. It's like, Rowan looks like Sarah in disguise. And they have basically the same relevance. Relevance. Damn. Uh, well, I mean, Rowan did, they did have an actual story in Throne of Hell. Yeah, but what did they do for the game overall? Well, the Royal Signs are actually played in Grixis Deathshot. Ooh. As a one-off or two-off? There are some versions that run one main, one side. Some run one side, two side, you know, those kind of comes Because the card for a grindy matchup is actually amazing. Also, I think I saw that card in Dredges. I mean, the card's actually really, really good. I got my face beaten by that card on the pre-release. I know exactly what it does. <laughs> Holy crap, turn three, those guys, we never had a chance. I mean, just and- that part where your Gurmagangler is a 7-5 trample first strike, that, that's the most, that's the most broken part. But comparing to everything else that Throne Deal Drain did com- to, you know, this, nah. Uh, so yeah, I think that Modern Horizons was, for me, it was the best set of the year because it did 
a lot of things right, like supporting modern and legacy and commander. So they had rooms to experiment cards. You know what's my uh, uh, what I'm, I'm gonna pitch as the best set of the year for similar reasons, like you said. Uh, you know, helping commander being a diverse set uh, said that you know most sets should be angled uh, upon. War of the Spark. I was wasn't... thinking, yeah, I was thinking about War of the Spark as well, but it had a bit too much, let's say, problematic planeswalkers. But that—that's uh, not it, really it, that. It had it had two of them, didn't it? <laughs> it had exactly two of them, and they were both blue, and they were both three mana. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, that set was really good for Commander, because bunch of new commanders, bunch of new goodies. It was not bad, or it was actually pretty good for most of the formats. Excluding Narset and Teferi. Narset, which should have been white, but you know, I'm just saying. But overall, World of Spark, it's really, really good set. Yeah, it was a close second to for me to Modern Horizon. If most, uh, if most sets were done like that, it would be really good for the game. I mean, and not just, you know, put a bunch of Planeswalkers. Not that part. But, oh no. You know, make hey. a good set. Even when they put a bunch of uh, Planeswalkers in the set... Still didn't break anything by a huge margin. Yeah, they were basically enchantments and attack. Yeah, and it was a really cool design. I mean, yeah, it's cute. Now, it, it, the sealed was fun to play with these guys. It was a bit slower, but guess what? Yeah, we like slower games. Uh, that and when you have a, one or two planeswalkers running each game, at least, things are going to get slower. Mm -hmm. And this was one of the rare Jays that didn't actually break the game. Go Jays! <laughs> But it did help out a bunch in the commander. It was another win con. Yeah, that doesn't die to bolt. Plus, uh, you had things like Narcissus Russell in this set. Mm -hmm. Spark double. I'm just going through the spoiler of uh, Bolos Citadel. Yeah, pretty Co good Co set. Holy crap, that's a good I'm watching, uh, seeing most of these cards, I'm like, oh my god, this is cool. Massacre Girl is here. I kind of want to play this limited set. Anyhow, now that we've covered the best sets... Um... So... What's, what's the worst set for you? For me, it's Throne of Eldraine. Because? Because even though I like the whole flavor and how they what they did with the set, the whole, you know, the mechanics and stuff like that, I think it just, uh, it had too many, I, I don't know, it just, it just feels wrong to me because there were some cards that were super pushed. Oko. <coughs> and... I, uh, and the whole the set was actually kind of not really that powerful, except for a few cards that were like, yeah, these are the cards you want to be getting, and that's about it. Like, the, the, the set didn't have enough, uh, I'm gonna say, like, variety. It had a lot of unused potential. Uh, Limited itself is fun, in Throne of the Old Rain. But for just like this, yeah... If you just uh, don't watch a couple of uh, pushed cards, the set on its own is... Yeah. Like, they have like, this really cool theme, and they did actually really... They, did, they didn't do enough with it. Again, uh, the theme you see, the you see a bunch of it in Limited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had a couple of good cards, something like uh, Deafening Silence was definitely a winner. And then it takes me a long while to remember something that was actually a good card. Yeah. Like, Emery? Emery was strong. Uh, Brazen Borrower turned out to be an all-star in a bunch of formats. Yeah, also, he's actually like heavily played in a lot of yeah. Even though we talked some smack about it. I mean, of course we did, because it's, you know, it's a 3-1 flash. 
he replaced the Vendillion click. I mean, come on. And we were comparing it to the Vendillion click, and we were super wrong about that one. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tempo card. You know what's the saddest thing out of all the cards in the Eldraine that I'm watching? You know what's one of the most exciting ones? Stupid Cauldron Familiar. <laughs> stupid cat with a stupid oven. It, there's a bunch of cool cards, but not many that I would actually play in Commander. Yeah, like there are those legendary artifacts, and among them only the the Great Henge is cool. The others are like, eh? Eh? Uh, there are all these cool uh, monocolored legendary creatures, and then you have the white one. <laughs> uh, Fires of Invention was actually in the set. It was, but other than standard, didn't really do much. Uh, I'm hearing stories of people playing it in Mono Red in Commander. And I'm like, that, that's Mono fine. Red, that, that, that's the thing, it's Mono Red, so you're getting all the card advantage you can. In that. Which still gets much more color advantage than certain other color we won't talk about. Um, so what's your candidate for? C19! I actually Screw put that, that as a... As a the worst product, but yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you can put it as both, because good grief. <laughs> <clears throat> there were some good things about that set. Let's not actually, you know, talk all the smack about it. There were a couple of good reprints, like Chaos Warp needed more reprints. There were some cute commanders. Uh, Kadena is a good commander. For casual play, it's a good commander, because people have been asking for a morph commander that's not Animar for a long time now. But the decks themselves, the way they were constructed, holy... Yeah, pretty pretty subpar. There were a couple of good legendaries. Actually, there were a bunch of cool legendaries. There were a couple of horrendous legendaries. Mana bases were still crap. There were 40 lands in they the used, They used uh, the key whatever things instead of signets. Mm-hmm. Uh, keystone. Keystone, stones, whatever. Or whatever. Uh, one good, th- good thing about Commander 19 was it had a pre-release event that I attended, and it was a fun thing to play. Yeah, Only I, problem I, is, I like, I like how they, uh, how the everyone that had the Soltai deck put the Rayami first of the Fallen as their commander, so they don't draw him ever. Yeah. Uh, only problem with that event that we talked about uh, months ago is it was really skewed in Naya's favor. Yeah, it, it, that's what happens with most of the Ender decks. Yeah. Only problem was the live game. And the rules uh, of our tournament saying, you know, if the game ends in a draw, the guy, the person who had most life wins. And then everybody turns up in it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, C19 all in all was pretty underwhelming. And we were promised, uh, you know, much better set than last year's. Which, technically correct? Yeah, but that is that really isn't an achievement. Yeah. Hey, the Jessica deck had Zatalpa. Who? The oh, always no. slap and double yeah, nap and... sure, whatever. Um, so, uh, going from uh, the sets all down to the to the basic parts of each set, and those are the cards. So, so my... Best or worst? Oh, uh, well, my best card of the year is uh, Karn the Great Creator. <laughs> uh, pretty biased there, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> It is a pretty good card, though. It is. Um, I mean, it it made a whole new modern deck. The, I mean, the deck existed before the uh, Eldrazi Tron, but it got a lot better with Karn. It also improved uh, shops for a bit. Yeah, and I'm also thinking of trying uh, Blue Steel again, but with Karns. Uh, on that note, I did take uh, Karn from me. I bought Karn for Lesh, and I'm. It's a shame his minus. Two doesn't do any anything in Commander unless they, you know, exiled your 
cards. But I can expect my graveyard to be exiled pretty often. Uh, just a one-way Stony Silence, pretty good. For four mana, pretty fine. Yeah. And it can make my uh, stack pieces smack in the face. Oh yeah. Pretty good with things like Timna. And I have to say that when I'm not fetching for Mycus and Flatis, I'm fetching for actually some cool stuff like Sky Sovereign, the Council flagship, Trinisphere. Yeah, fun stuff like that. It's really Card cool. Card is a pretty cool card. Yeah. Shame that uh, Sign of Words that has better art than this in my mind. Yeah, that's why I got the alternate art one. But yeah, that's a pretty cool card that also did kind of mess with a couple of formats, but you know. I mean, sure. But it is fine, it's just a card. It did make the uh, price of the Microsoft Lattice become like 30 euros or something <laughs> stupid like that. 50 euros. Yeah, it like spiked like super crazy. Uh, it spiked to 30 euros and Danny, our friend, uh, was like, uh, I want it for my Karn deck, Microsoft Lattice, uh, for not Karn, for uh, Derete deck. But he was like, I'll wait a bit uh, so the price goes down. It jumped to 50 euros. He's like, oh. <laughs> Should have gotten it. But yeah, I have two cards for the best card of the year. It's either Smothering Tide or Dockside Extortionist. <laughs> wow. And not just because of my uh, my bias, but Smothering Tide and Dockside Extortionist did do really good things for two really eh colors in Commander. Smothering Tide especially. Yeah, being one of the few wi good white cards from this year. For less coupling. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm not wrong. I know. But yes, Modern Tide made white like, ooh, I could actually play white and not be super sad about it. I mean, you and still have to draw it. Well, you know, but if you do, even if you get a counter spell, in response, it's like, oh, good, I got a counter spell. And Doxter Extortionist is just stupid. I'm happy I managed to trade for uh, on the pre-release. Yeah, he's he's actually pretty bomb. Um, it's still funny that a bunch of people bought the Jessica Precon just to get that card and they didn't sell it. Man, why isn't he white? Ah... Uh? I mean, if Narsa can be blue, this guy can be blue. Yeah, also, since red got good cards, you know, you need to ramp into them. And we can't let white do Because we'll red just... can also draw cards, you know. I mean, exile them and play them from exile, but still, basically. Or chuck them into a graveyard. And you need the mana to do all this. Yeah. White has, you know, angels that are super expensive, but you don't need mana to actually cast them. You don't need card advantage or mana or anything. Go go, go uh, with your go with your Talias. That that's enough for you. Uh, then print me more Talias. Do it, you cowards! I would perfectly fine if every uh, second creature in white from now on becomes a Talia. And they have different names, so you can actually yeah, of course. just of make course. a Talia tribal. Modern calls. Uh, what would be the shoddiest card? Well, for me, it's a Rayami first of the fallen. Uh, I boy, just, that's a bad. I just it's. It's like, it's where do I even start with? I mean, sure, okay, it's a hate card, but the fact that it was that it was put in a deck that actually um, has interaction with your graveyard is a huge, huge misstep. For me. it was just so this card makes no sense actually for the deck it was printed in, and the fact that it can't get infected also bothers me. The fact that it can't get ban banding also bothers me. But next shot, it doesn't, in fact, but okay. In fact is Nobody cares. Since uh. you made since they already make a made a mistake, they should, you know, man, man up, admit it and keep supporting it. I they mean, that's... could've they could as well Mike um, they could as they could have as well made uh, Rayami white, might as well. Yeah add white as well. Why not? 
white exiles cards from graveyard. Honestly, I think that card would have been better in white than in uh, Sultan. I mean, whatever. It just it doesn't do anything. It's just a horrible. It, it looks like uh, we we need a third commander for Sultai. So let's put this mechanic we did a long time. Uh, they could have given us like uh, Damia, but for like four mana. <laughs> you mean actually playable? Yeah. Nah. Here's Rayami. Crap, uh, give us uh, Necropotence as a legendary creature. Sure, because there's nothing. Nope. So yeah, by far, Rayami is my... It's just the worst card I've... Uh, I actually, like... I never actually played with it. I never... I played against it once, and it was horrible. I just don't like it. I hate it. It's like sand. It gets everywhere. R no, Rayami gets... No and even when it's nowhere, it's th it exists, and it just... It it bothers me. I haven't seen anybody play it uh, after... Wow. No kidding. Surprisingly. So, how about you, Igor? Uh, I will uh, take one for the overall commander. And not commander for overall magic as general. Worst card of the year, not because the card is bad, but because it's too good. Uh, Oko. Huh. Holy crap, did he do a number on all the formats. Even, <laughs> even vintage. <laughs> the vintage... Uh, uh, championships has been won by a 3-3 Black Lotus hitting for the win. In Legacy, he's there. In other formats, not so much because they banned him. Well, he's banned everywhere except for Vintage, Legacy, and Modern, and Commander. Okay, in Commander, he doesn't have that big of an impact. Yeah, because it's just one in the deck, and you know, a lot more life. And it's one in the either Simic or Sultai, and th those colors already have good enough things to... Yeah, like but Oko is still a pretty good removal in Commander. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh look at you having uh, Zur. Now we have a 3-3. Like, I'm surprised that I'm not seeing any more of him in Commander. I I'd be playing him, but, you know, he's kind of expensive still. Uh, that might be it. But yeah, Oko has kind of swings up for me. Yeah, they, I hope they learn from this mistake. We'll see it in four years. I mean, are we surprised that uh, Blue got another bust at the Planeswalker for three <laughs> mana mean, again? Green? No, 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 no. Green is not that good of a color. No. Fuck. Anyhow, best product and worst product of the year. And for me, the best product they made this year were the Brawl Precons. Hmm. Be you mean the thing that C19 died for? Uh, yeah. So the Brawl Precons were actually pretty decent. Uh -huh. They did everything supposed to do for the, well, for the thing they were printed to. So they were beginner, they were intro decks for a format that were actually well crafted had really nice cards in them had good had good cards in them but they weren't in enough uh, weren't printed in enough copies at the start because i don't know how they missed the part where everybody would buy them but everybody bought them and they were out of print really soon uh they were out of print pretty soon people started selling arcane signets for like 20 euros wasn't it I guess. And I was just waiting for the second run, and now I I have actually ordered uh, two Arcane Signets for like five euros each. Yeah, it was inevitable that it'll, that there's gonna be more runs because the product itself was amazing, and not just for Brawl, but for Commander in in general, mm -hmm. because they gave us uh four, five, uh four good ones, and then then you had the Mardu one. Yeah, so we we got four new commanders. Uh, we got some commander staples in them, and yeah, we got Shockland. 
Uh, yeah, uh, of course, this only small problem is that Korvold uh, became a standard all-star. Yeah. So, so now that card is like heroes. But other than that, a really good product. I'm surprised they missed uh, that Korvold was going to be a thing. I'm surprised, actually, that uh, Alelai wasn't... A- well, but she probably needs more time. Yeah, that or she'll be a thing in Commander. I did make uh, cool enough in standard. Uh, how did that go? Well, once he resolves and survives around, he's really good. <laughs> uh, just that. Yeah, but you know, when you hit him over Arcbow uh, at the end of your opponent's turn, then he can't counter it and he doesn't have time to actually... That's a fair point. That is a fair point. And then it's uh, soft lock time because you can now pay 7 mana to counter a thing, draw a card and maybe play a land. How sad is it that that's the kind of a lock? It's- yeah, it's not a completely passive lock that prevents your opponent from untapping ever. That sounds like a better lock to me. It is. Because by th- at well, least that's what they with- said. It's a soft lock. At least with the- that kind of a lock, people are like, okay, yeah, my game is over. Uh, you know what's my product product of the year? A guild kits. They were actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, guild kits were re- also very f- fantastic. Did they do anything similar to that for Throne? They didn't, right? No. Maybe they should've. They printed actually cards well, they, that people wanted to play with. They put Brawls decks, so that's oh, yeah. kind of the... Th- but people could actually get guild. Oh, the pins were amazing. Pins were amazing, yeah. The, uh, and the lands and everything was them. Yeah, the, it was a really good, uh, well-structured product as well. Mm-hmm. Only thing they were missing were, well, Shock Land. Oh, um, yeah. But they did put them in Brawl, so... <laughs> So, what's the shoddiest product of them all? I, I think we know your answer. Yeah, it's the Commander Precon. And Holy since we crap. already talked about that, let's go to yours. Uh, mine, uh, the Mythic Edition. Which one? Uh, the first one. Oh, because of the way it was implemented? Oh, the way it was implemented. It's like, what is the worst way we can do this? Let's go with that one. Like, holy crap, how didn't they see what what they were doing? They didn't think it would be that popular again? No, no, nonsense. They knew how, exactly how? how popular. They printed different different art things that people already like. Guess what's gonna happen? And At they know they... for a fact that some people have money and they will that they will buy it. Yeah. At least they learned their lesson with the secret layer. Yep. Because secret layer is a big improvement. Yeah, just order it. There is no limit. There is a certain day where, uh, you know, sell this, but just ordering the 24 hours, that's it. And they'll... Of course, uh, they managed to screw that implementation as well. But, uh... Remember when we said it's like $30, depending on what you get? But, uh... That includes, uh... Taxes and everything? It didn't. For Europe. So you paid like 40 bucks. Or 30 bucks, or whatever. And then you still had to pay... Yeah, I'm just like, why wizards? Then, then don't then don't tell me, you know, when I buy the thing, it's thirty dollars plus a bit of uh, taxes and everything. If it's gonna be even more taxes. Yeah, that's. Uh, but hey, so... we'll be getting more secret layer in the future. Oh yeah, that that's good. <clears throat> I most likely will not get any of them, depending on the content. But <laughs> I I I like this idea. I like. Never uh, say never. Maybe they'll if... make like secret uh, secret layer, Alesha. It's Texas. <laughs> Secret layer, uh, yeah, taxes. Oh look, I'm spending fifty bucks. Hooray! <laughs> and then Teskill. Nonsense, because she'll get the Secret layer, uh, devour, devouring stuff, where there'll oh, be good. like cobalt tokens and prosh. So we're not paying rent. Okay, that's good. 
good to know. Uh, what is the next on the docket, Nixon? Since we covered uh, good products, bad products. Oh uh, well, I'm. Uh, I suggest that we go through their best and worst decision. So, what is the best decision? Uh, exclusive alternate art cards in booster packs. The I mean, not, not, that, right? not that exclusive, but you know what I mean. Alternate art cards. So it started with uh, in War of the Spark with the Japanese alternate art cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was super cool, and they have the alternate art cards in Throne of Eldraine with the adventures. I'm hoping they keep on doing that. Yeah, because the adventures look amazing. The alternate art planeswalkers from War of the Spark look amazing. It just, it's so good when they give you options to, you know, customize your mm-hmm. deck with, with, you know, the cosmetic part. And it does incite people to open more boosters. Yeah, opening boosters, it makes opening boosters a lot more exciting. I thought that those uh, alternate art cards were going to be exclusive for the for the 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 more expensive users, whatever they're called. But turns out they're not, and I'm kind of glad they're not, because even though they're not, they're not that special. Because like literally everyone has access to them. Mm-hmm. I like the Japanese art alternate arts that were like. Just Japanese boosters, but they kind of send Japanese everyone world. Yep, yep. But still, they're the these kind of things are highly collectible and enjoyable and look cool as hell. Yeah. So, uh, what was the best yeah. decision? What was their best decision by you? Okay. Uh, ironically, it's not a decision they made for this year. Oh. Uh, remember when the announcement they made for all the commander products next year? Yeah. That, that gave me a bit of hope for the next year. I'm like, okay, they might not actually fuck up like with Commander 19. Uh... No, 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 Niksha, they spread out uh, more good options throughout the year. That's how, that's the way I choose to look at it. Okay, sure. Of course, a cynic, uh, which I am, might say they also increase the number of options they can fuck up with, but you know. It's like more of a stretch how... how... It's like they're they're also probably testing the grounds how many products they can put in a year and people still buy them, yep, or something like that. So yeah, it's it's also corporate bullshit, but I whatever. Mean, the if answer is uh, as much of products you put out, that's how many products people will buy. Yeah, even though there's this thing like product fatigue, I don't believe that because you don't buy every product in Magic. Oh, the thing is, product fatigue has been a thing for a couple years now. Yeah, but whatever. But that's the way it goes. I mean, they they want more money. That's completely normal for a company to want more money. Plus, uh, Wizards of the Coast is the thing that, and Magic is the thing that's keeping Hasbro afloat. Yeah, so getting even more money is kind of cool. Yeah, because D&D and the Transformers and My Little Pony ain't doing it. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, My Little Pony is, eh? Transformers are picking up their uh, their weight once, you know, there's a Transformers movie. But overall, it's magic pulling the weight. We're still waiting waiting for that uh, D&D and magic crossover. I mean, you kind of have it. Kind of, but we need more. I we mean, Guildmaster's Guild Masters, uh, Guide to Ravnica is. Yeah, but now we need it in uh, magic as well. Oh, that would be cool. Niksha, by the way, we need to roleplay more often, but just, just saying. I know. Because that time we played in the bus uh, from back to Bologna was fun as hell. 
I was expecting that it wasn't to be even way, way my more final, chaotic. Th that wasn't even my final form. I was expecting it to be way more chaotic than you were, but you were just in, actually, you know, it's because playing it. It's because it's not my first time role. I know, I know. There's a bunch of people who've been role-playing for years and they're still just murder hoboing. So yeah, it's a nice it's, surprise. It's their power. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is your, uh, uh, your best uh, thing? I mean, I did the best thing. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm a uh, bit lost in mind. The worst decision? Yeah. They didn't actually make this decision. They just continued with this decision. And that's mm -hmm. printing exclusive cards. Like, uh, the... You can only get, the, like, Biobox promos. That mm -hmm. kind of exclusive cards. Like, or the Brawl Precon Commanders. You mean, like, Nexus of Fate? Yeah, they keep on doing this, and it's horrible. Also, it's... didn't Kenrit uh, be that for, like, a hot minute? What? Wasn't Kenrit that for a hot minute? The chase rare that everybody needed for a deck in standard. Well, Kenrith was for uh, the Fires, Fires deck. yeah. But I just... It seemed like a cool idea at first, but it quickly turned into, like... It's a, just a really bad idea. Like, mm -hmm. I would prefer a super special full art card from, you know, an existing card. Like, have a uh, King Kenrith, but in full art textless, I guess. Just with a, with a super bitching art as the box, uh, as the buy a box promo. And you know, that's gonna, you know, keep him in the set. But this one's mm -hmm. gonna fetch a nice coin because it's super cool. I mean, they show that they can make super cool artwork, cards that you want just because of the artwork. And why not use that power for making a super cool alternate art nexus of fate? Just do set cards, but Super differently. That's all I'm saying. Eh. Because it's 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 not good. I don't like it. Because if you're for if you're forcing people to buy, you know, precon decks just to get four precon decks just to get your four core vaults because there is no such thing as the secondary market. There's you know something wrong, and it's and not good. And they are continuing with that in Teros uh, beyond that team. Yeah, that's also like. Another problem I see with this is that they're sec they're they're putting in development time and you know paying artists to deliberately make bad cards. I mean the arts for most of these cards are bitching. Yeah. But making purposely making unplayable cards is just I don't find that exciting at all. And we will talk about these cards next week. <laughs> but yeah, the practice is meh. Stop doing things exclusive. But yeah, that's my worst decision. That's my worst decision. Like they they keep this. They they keep doing this, and they should really just just stop. Get some. Uh, speaking of things they kept on doing and they should doing and they should just stop is uh, what we teased in the beginning of the show. Why are they fucking over white so much? No, is that your worst decision? Yes. Come <laughs> on, stop doing. Stop ignoring white. I wouldn't be as pissed if green didn't get everything this Yeah, they did a bit of a whoopsie. They did two whoopsies with uh, Summer's Veil and Oko. Yeah, Veil vale of Summer is like, turned out to be super good just because of that draw card part. It's a draw card, it's a counter spell, it's a protection. Uh, only if an opponent played blue or black. Oh yeah, because people don't play those colors, right? It's like, and yeah, you definitely use the Veil vale of Summer to protect from green, right? Yeah. No. I mean, we do if, you know, it's Oko that's targeting it. But who would play Oko? That plus one on your 
on your opponent's stuff isn't really that super powerful. Oh wait, you can plus one your stuff. Oops. But yeah, the problem is that they don't know what White's identity is anymore. I mean, Cause, White cause... White does seem very hateful. But okay, but if you're gonna have that as the thing that White does, sure. But let's le lean into it then. I mean, they're not really doing anything with White right now. That's the thing. White always has this super generic boring stuff, while other colors get, keep getting cool stuff. A red, even though it's not the best color, you must admit, red does so many cool things. Like, uh, Fires of Invention, that's a cool card. That's a card you just look and be like, oh my god, this is cool. I don't know what, what it's gonna do, but holy crap, is. And then you have all these cool artifacts, uh, legendary artifacts in, Thro in Throne of Eldraine. And then you have the white one that says that oh, just puts dudes, really. Just knights. It just puts knights on. Why don't you just make a card that's called White Moon? Just give me that. And what, everything's... Yes, that'll make things even. Ha! But no, uh, they should figure out, okay, what does actually white want in general? I mean, some of the most powerful white cards were quite very, very simple cards, like in Dominaria Standard. The Banelish Commander was, like, one of the strongest cards of the set. And it was just, like, your dudes have plus one, plus one. I mean, sure, it's not interesting, but it was super powerful. It was, but it still wasn't the most powerful thing running around. It wasn't. And, 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 is that actually the identity of the color? Plus well, one, plus one dudes? It should be, like, I really don't know at the top of my head what kind of identity white should have, but... You know, uh, having lots of dudes is definitely something in white. Okay, but uh, what do we get for having a bunch of dudes? Because green gets card draw for having big dudes, right? It also gets card draw from having lots of dudes. Uh, not that much recently. Generally, it's more... Uh, last couple of years it's been, actually. The bigger your dudes are, the more you get. Yeah. But, I mean, every color has some kind of card draw besides white. Oh, I'm sorry, white has, uh, militia bugle. Go f <laughs> I mean, it has bugle, but uh, red, I mean, no, literally, every other color has card draw. Red has card draw, green has bundles card draw, blue and black we don't need to even talk about. I, I think that white needs to embrace the flicker and blink effect. Yeah, it, sure. Like, really needs to embrace the toolboxiness of it. Ephemerate was a really good card, but it was printed in Modern uh, Horizons, not in Standard. Yeah. Uh, Prince Charming is a really cool card as well. Yeah. And I think they should just push it in that way. Just, like, have cards that have multiple modes, and you have to flicker them to get the most out of them. I would honestly be cool with that. That's at least something interesting that a color does. I mean, wh when's the last... Time we saw a flickering white card in standard was it like uh, Felidar Guardian. Yeah, it was like Kaladesh. Like, come yeah. on. And now Prince Charming. Yeah, but he. Oh yeah, he he doesn't. He flickers and doesn't blink. Yes, he. I but mean, overall, flickering flickering <clears throat> is also really cool because if you flicker your opponent's stuff at the end of your turn, they don't get it back. Mm -hmm. And that's an angle you can exploit when playing white. I'm liking those types. of I mean, I would like for White to embrace actually being, you know, the fun police at the table. Uh, we did talk about this pre uh, previously, before the podcast. Uh, in my mind, White should get all those uh, mana leak kind of counterspells. Unless your opponent, you know, abides by the law and pays X, thing gets countered. Yeah, they should also embrace uh, the 
that kind of uh how would you call it um damn i lost the word for it you were gonna say what <clears throat> just ex- uh describe uh yeah uh, a prohibitive effect that uh, but not like pure prohibitive but uh situational prohibitive mm-hmm. uh even mind sensor sure yeah like that like even mind sensor would have been a really good card during guns block mm-hmm but, I mean, that's the card that can stand uh, the entire match and not do a thing. Or they can just, you know, come at the right moment and win you the game. Uh, those types of narrow cards. I would like to see more of that. But would it feel good if it was like, uh, you have this narrow card that's completely useless most of the time, but this one point, it just outright wins the game? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wouldn't white be fun? White be fun if it did a thing. <laughs> if it did, actually did something. Uh, Channel Fireball on their Twitter did release uh, the most played basic lands in 2019. Guess what's on the bottom? Uh, waste. Nope. What? No, 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 no. Just uh, no, no, not modern. Sorry, just overall. I apologize. J- it was white, but the most played uh, basic was forest. 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 No, no forest. What about waste? <clears throat> uh, honestly, just thinking about it, wouldn't be surprised if we made a modern comparison for everything that planes was still gone about him. Mm, there's still mono-white humans in modern, sometimes. Not anymore, why, but... Why would you do Because you don't have m- I mean, you're trying to play modern, why do you actually try to do that without money? Uh, because you like a challenge? Yeah, I mean, you could run a race by shooting yourself in the foot first and then trying to catch up. <laughs> I mean, that's how I play modern, at least. Yeah, but you actually they have some investment. Uh, yeah. So, you know. But yeah, that has been my word decision. Thanks, wizards. I think they'll keep on fucking me in the next year. Yeah, well, probably. Thanks. Oh, well, uh, that has been the entire year, right? Yeah. Well... So, what are your thoughts on the on this year when it comes to magic? Mm, year's been tough. Year has been definitely tough for magic. Overall, there has been a bunch of good uh, memories. I mean, we did go to Bologna together. That was mm-hmm. nice. And I'm hoping for more things like that next year. But this year, they did better than 2018, I guess. I mean, they did introduce a new format this mm, year. Yeah, which I'm still not uh, sure how I feel about. Yeah, I'm pretty well right now i'm pretty what whatever about it it's like it's it's i I just don't want them to start diminishing uh, decreasing the amount of tournament support for their for other formats it would be nice if they decrease tournament support for standard and increase for like pioneer but you know that's not gonna nope but i don't know people seem to be stoked for pioneer so go, go guys it's always like that for a new format because it's a new playground. Mm-hmm. But once the, I mean, the format is far from getting uh, stale. stable and stale. But once it gets to that point, we'll see how it turns out. Because, I mean, it's wizards mm-hmm. and they don't seem to. They probably understand how popular modern is. I mean, even if people are hyped about pioneer, modern is still the most fun you have in magic. On a more serious level, right? But if they want to just get rid of modern, they can like do that overnight. But that's not gonna happen because they still need uh, Modern Horizons too. I mean, it would be it would be a really dumb idea from them to actually cancel modern. Like 
it does it does bring them money because you I know, hear I hear that wizards like money. Yeah, and you know, uh, Modern Horizons too, it would print money. Uh, giving more secret layers with uh, modern staples, money, like money, just money, money. money. It's like all the money ever. Money, 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 money. Um, but yeah, I have to agree with you that the it's been a tough year. Like they did some good moves and are moving in some good directions, but they're taking so many steps back. Mm-hmm. Like like the the super special edition for Throne of Eldraine. That was horrible. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was just horrible. Like no value for your money. It, it's a product nope. intended for whales, and it's not good. It's just like not good. They they could have made so much thing good. They should they, they should yeah. They should just do give good, good yeah. Do good things, don't do bad things. Nixa 2019. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping for better next year. I want more. Uh, I would like some more. Uh, physical items for magic that are aren't cards. Like in guild kits, we got those pins. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if we got in those. In that the Throne of Eldraine Super Special Edition, if, if you actually got a small sack of food tokens, like actual tokens, like that round metal cool. tokens that represent food. That would have been cool. Or like the little antlers you can put on creatures and to show that they're el- elks. Ah. Like any... Things like that. Small things like that because people like me. And mm-hmm. have with your magic. I mean, I spent a bunch of a uh, couple of hours yesterday just going through certain mini uh, miniature makers pages and being like, "Holy crap, these are cool!" <laughs> yeah, I might get a couple. But I'm addicted. <laughs> that that's why board games with good figurines are popular. It's not. Mm-hmm. A, it's like who cares if the game is good? The figurines are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get it for. Uh, speaking of figurines, do you know what Tundra got me for Christmas? I think I showed you a freaking Imperial Titan, oh. Imperial Knight, Imperial Knight, not Titan. Oh. But you know, and it's staring at me, and then it was first uh, spray painted, then assemble it, then freaking painted. That's gonna take a while, but it's gonna be so cool. Wish I actually played Warhammer, but I don't. Live goals. I, I could always, you know, uh, assemble half of it and then use it as a thing when I'm when we role play, like in a temple or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That'll be cool. But yeah, anything else we need to add? Well, um, here's to a better year, I guess. With I mean, less bad decisions. Are you s- <laughs> speaking for yourself or for wizards? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how has the year been treating you, generally? Just you as you? Uh, it was, it was fine. No, nothing, nothing to write home about. And that's, that's, that's a good. To me, it's been a tough year, but overall, Pretty good. So it was a fair year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the best I could. Well, um, I'm just gonna conclude then if we don't... And we won't record before... We're gonna record after New Year. It definitely. So, to all the people listening, I hope this year is... Well, I'm not gonna wish you the bestest of years. Because if it's the best, then the years after that will just get worse. So, yeah, def- may yeah, this yeah. year... May the next year be better than this yeah. one. Not, not you know, not significantly better. <laughs> Just so you don't get disappointed the next, uh, the year after. But you know, pro- progressively better. <laughs> well, if that's it, 
This has been episode 108 of the Elder Dragon Turtle podcast. This was your host, Igor. And as always with me was my co-host, Niksha. Say bye, Niksha. Uh, bye-bye. Happy New Year's, and as always, the Emperor protects. The... another cycle around the sun. Has been swallowed by the crowds. Unbelievable incision of thirst, the lines break. Tide swords and rushes forth, my arms shake. I am swallowed by the storm surge. But I will turn from this, we will emerge from this. Ignore the critting dread that slid us up our spines from this. Let out the final dirge. Hear me! I command a standard, so will stand and face a chaos scourge. I come to days as to come, turn to a month now. Still with perseverance we raise. The body count, besides the pangs of pain. Know that I know your face. You'll know mine when every death is repaid. Burning past, just sanctioned by your chaplains. Line up every sight while I align the battlements. Ten thousand lights burn out in a blink. With a star or step prepared to hold before this brink of the precipice. One light to wind with disaster. Like a funeral song One reason that you hold on Show me the war, master And those I thought were my brothers Have turned their backs in the fold The Edmonds I time now hold We hid ourselves in the dark Foundation shook Stepped out of the sunlight till we emerge Luna wolves Now we wait on our haunches Coiled Soon I will find my vengeance Gets a despoiled I can't forget the sight of them becoming poison Suffering immaterial death Fate unavoidable Knife meets back This brother means bloodshed Return to give the double tap into the serpent's head Backstabber turn go chain of command failures Minute and lower zones as it cuts through your defenses Tide tilts again and not in our favor My forces place a death but not once do they waver and as the palace is breached I'll take what I can reach And for evidence don't Your life's beyond reproach By the despicable's hands Our hope is scattered like sand And every outcome I wanted Sits above the unhaunted Shadows get deeper still Burning my grave to fill Soon I will have all your heads You should have checked out dead And I can still see their faces Their trusting look led astray Only blood can amend this